Hello, I'm Eric Lacasse, and this is the Messy Messianic Mama podcast. Join me today as we talk about going into the valley and how to get out. Stick around for some hope, healing, and maybe even some laughs. Welcome once again to another Messy Messianic Mama podcast. It is the 18th of October, 2021, and I'm really in shock that we are halfway through October already. Um, I don't know how your week has been, but mine has definitely been very eventful. This past weekend has been very, very busy. And today I wanted to talk to you about going into the valley. I originally wanted to title it actually as going into the wilderness, but um, valley is kind of what I ended up going with. I myself, as you know, strive really hard to be as genuine and real with you as possible on this podcast. And for the past couple of weeks, I definitely been feeling like I'm in the valley. And um, in the event you don't understand what that means, it means, you know, I'm, I'm actually not going through a really difficult time. Um, it's very different from a lot of different times when I've been in the valley where, or I'm sure you can relate where something, you know, you're going through some trials and tribulations in your life, you know, you're going through a sickness, or there's a death in the family, or something that rattles and shakes your faith. That's not what I'm dealing with. Um, Mine is more of a just struggling to find that peace and be in the presence of Adonai. And if you listen to my podcast about being in the presence of Adonai, you know how, um, how important that is to me and really should be for every believer um, to be able to really just saturate yourself in his presence. And the past few weeks, I've really been struggling with that and really had a hard time trying to even um, feel his presence or feel him near to me. Um, It has not shattered my faith or shaken me in that way at all. I know that he's there. Even if if you don't feel him around you and surrounding you, doesn't mean that he's not there. Um, He is with you at all times. But that's actually not why I was tiny bit late on, uh, posting this podcast. It's just, uh, yesterday I, uh, with full intentions got up in the morning. Sunday is when we do all of our cleaning because Saturday we have synagogue and on Saturday I was actually, um, feeling rather sick and I didn't go to synagogue, but the rest of my family did. So I stayed at home and I rested. I put on a bunch of Paul Wilbur and Josh Warren, and then YouTube put on a bunch of other songs for me as well. And, Um, just trying to seek God because that typically, at least for me personally, I am more likely to, um, feel his presence when there is music. Um, it's just, I think the way that I personally am wired, I can feel his presence and, um, the spirit around me, you know, when I'm reading the word, um, through situations in my life, but, um, primarily it's when I'm in, I'm worshiping him and I'm just focusing on him and, um, so I was just doing that. And so Sunday he rolled around and I was actually feeling a lot better. And my goal was to clean my bedroom because it really needs it. Something awful. I need to dust in here. It's, it's terrible. And, uh, I went outside because my son's, uh, ex-girlfriend who had been living with us for a little bit, my son lives in a camper behind, she was living in the house with us, um, had moved on. And so she was officially moving out. So we had got all of her boxes and everything out. So at 10 o'clock in the morning, I was outside and I tell you what, I 
could not believe the weather. It was glorious. It was so nice. You could smell fall. I don't know if you're one of those people or not, but for me, fall is my favorite season and I can smell it when it's out there. And I was like, oh, this is just beautiful weather. Thank you, Lord, for this weather. We're going to take advantage of this. Suggested to my husband that maybe he could clean out the garage, which he grace, uh, graciously did for me without any complaint. And um, while he was doing that, I did yard work. So I was in the flower beds and raking up all the mulch and weeding everything and putting down fertilizer and kind of tilling the soil with that and then putting down more mulch and pine straw. And um, I was out there from 10 o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. So a little tired, uh, was not planning on even going to the gym this morning, but um, I woke up and I felt refreshed and renewed and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. That to me right there is showing the presence of Adonai. That being said, I want to actually bring us back to what the Torah portion is for this uh, week, which actually has something to do with that. It, uh, the Torah portion of this week is Bayera, and he appeared. Genesis 18, 1 through 22 and 24. 2 Kings 4, 1 through 37 is the Haftorah portion. And the Brit Hadashah, the New Testament, is Luke chapter 17, 28 to 37. Now, the first two actually have to do with a miracle. It has to do with um, Sarah, um, Abraham's wife, giving birth in her old age. And then you go over to 2 Kings where Elisha um, helps this woman who helped helped him and prophesied and said, you're going to have a child in a year, even though she didn't ask for it. And then the child died and Elisha, um, through the power of Adonai, was able to bring that boy back to life. Um, my husband and I were talking about it. You can email me if, if I'm incorrect, but we believe that might actually be the first resurrection story in the Bible. Um, but it's miracles, right? Miracles. So even when you don't might not see God or feel God, his presence in your life does not mean he's not working. A really, another great example, which is really tiny and you might find it insignificant, but it really isn't uh, for me. Um, I do not like going to the gym. In fact, I might use a strong enough word to say that I hate it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of working out. It is not something that sparks my joy. It does not make me happy. Um, but I go because when I don't, I actually am more likely to become depressed. And I know that those endorphins I need in order to have a better and healthier life. Plus, I'm also trying to get back to being um, healthier overall, eating healthier and, and working my body so that I can live long and be there for my family. So that's another thing that's been happening the past few weeks. I have not wanted to go to the gym. I do not want to go. And it's, you know, my husband and I were talking about it and he's actually been applying to work at different gyms um, just for the experience. And he's talking about all these other gyms that don't have the equipment that he needs in order to, to train people. And that's the kind of equipment I look for too in a gym now because of my husband. But I really enjoy my gym because it has the equipment that he would need and then some. And um, they also have the classes that I need. The only problem is the environment. So as far as I know, I'm the only believer <laughs> who goes to this gym. Or at least, in my mind, someone who maybe is a little bit different than everyone else. Um, I do not wear a scarf on my head, um, a covering on my head like some Messianic women do. Um, however, I don't, I don't use cuss words. I don't use um, that kind of language. I find it to be negative. 
And why would you need to bring more negativity into the world by using that kind of language? Um, it's just not something that has ever been um, a weakness or a failing of mine. I have many weaknesses, but that just has never been something that I've really struggled with is language. And um, they use a lot of language there. And the music that they play a lot of the time has a lot of that language in there as well. A lot of inappropriate things. It's like, man, I'm so glad my children are not here because I would not want them to hear what I'm listening to right now. And I was talking to Ben about how discouraging that is every time I have to go you know, to the gym because I can bring my own music. But the problem is if I'm in a class, I need to know what the teacher is teaching. Um, I, I During my one-on-one -on -one sessions with my trainer, I will have one earbud in um, just so I could still hear her. And I've actually started doing that even during the classes, but it was funny because the, the day after I told him, like, I really don't want to go. I just don't like the environment. Um, you know, and it, it's just, I, I can't even feel the presence of, of God at all in there. I'm constantly trying to pray and just sing to myself, just try to get my head in the right, in the right space to even want to follow through with working out. And, I just can't get there. And the next day, I kid you not, I can't, I walked in and I don't know, I grew up, you know, I didn't grow up messianic. I grew up in a Christian home. Um, and one of the bands that I love working out to because they are really um, high energy is Skillet. And I've loved Skillet for a long, long time. And they were playing when I walked into the gym, they were playing a Skillet song. And that had never happened. I've been going for over two months now and it had never happened. I never heard any Christian band being played ever, even though Skillet is what you call a crossover band. Um, if you've ever been to any of their shows, they are very clear about what they believe in. But um, the point is I may not have felt the Lord, but he heard me and he heard the desire of my heart, which was, to simply have a positive environment for me to work out in, which I know for many sounds so silly, but it's really not, especially when you're struggling to do something that you know is good for you, but you really don't want to do it. Um, any, anything that helps to get you through whatever it is, um, is huge. And for me, it's music. And so they played Skillet and then they played another song, which wasn't terrible. Um, there wasn't any cuss words or anything. And then they played a, a song by Thousand Foot Crutch, which is also a, a Christian band. And then they played another Skillet song. And then they played another Thousand Foot Crutch song. And then they played another Skillet song. And um, it made me so happy. It really did. And, and quite honestly, my workout flew right by because I was in a good place. And that was kind of to me like, okay, Erica, you might not be feeling his presence right now. But this is this is a small miracle for you that you, that he heard you he heard your heart and he heard what you needed in that moment. And he was able to fall through and help you out in that moment. It wasn't a, I can't, you know, no, I'm not going to do this for you. It wasn't even like, Lord, like, please make them start playing good music. I didn't say that. I just, you know, I told my husband, this is how I'm feeling. I'm like, Lord, I really just want to be closer to you, especially when I'm at the gym. Cause I spent a lot of time there and to me, it was kind of like, I guess it, people call it a God wink, um, moment for me, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's been kind of tough, um, trying to get my mindset in the right place. And, um, that's why a lot of times, especially the past few weeks, I've just been feeling like I'm in the Valley. I'm in the lowest of low, um, just trying to struggle, uh, through it and praise God throughout every situation. And, um, 
trying to read the word. You know, I've told you that multiple times. Like when you're feeling like this, you need to be reading the word. You need to be listening to the positive things, um, you know, surrounding yourself with positive people, people that can encourage you in life that will maybe even love you um, in a way that you may not like in the moment, but is something that is good for you. Um, I, I don't like the term, you know, you know, you need to love everybody. And sometimes I think it gets confused with enabling and I don't want that to be there. I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent. I'm sorry, Ben, to my husband. He always complains I go off on tangents, but this is called the messy, messianic mama for a reason. Um, but that's for another podcast. So I wanted to encourage you simply with some things that, you know, it's so true. Um, Proverbs 22, six, train up a child in the way they should go and they shall not depart from it. Um, the first two things that I learned, Bible verses that I learned were from my grandmother, who was probably the most God fearing, loving woman still to this day that I've ever met. Sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. Um, when my parents were at work and my sister and I were really young, we lived with my grandparents and my parents in the same house. So my grandmother and my grandfather worked too. So my grandmother would watch us and, um, she was a contradiction in terms. She was a spirit-filled Catholic, but she taught us Psalms 23 and Matthew 6, 9-13. Now, normally you know that I go by the Tree of Life version, but because my grandmother taught me, I believe it was New King James or King James Version. So if we go over to Psalms 23, it's a Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of Adonai forever. And then Matthew 6, 9 through 13 says, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And those two Bible verses, or portions of the word, are huge. And whenever I'm feeling the way that I have been the past few weeks, that's what I need to go to and remind myself that this is who I serve. That even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For Adonai is with me. Whether or not I feel him walking through the valley with me or not, he is there. And I think it's just being open and having your spirit 
open to seeing God work in your life. It doesn't have to be a feeling of him being with you physically. It's opening your eyes to just even the wonder of nature and the beauty around you and all the blessings that God has given you, you know, um, your family, gorgeous blue skies. I, I cannot tell you how beautiful the sky was yesterday above my house. I would just take moments where I would simply be staring up at the sky because it was just a gorgeous, gorgeous color blue. But it's things like that that you need to be open to and say like, you know what, Lord, you know, I might be struggling right now and I might be really going through a hard time, but I'm going to praise you through this storm, no matter how long I'm in this valley, which is why I thought about talking about calling it into the wilderness, because the Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years. Ironically, they actually had a physical presence of Adonai because they had what? The fire... Uh, the fire by night and the pillar of cloud by day. So there was like literally a physical, obvious physical presence of Adonai with them at the whole time. And yet still they struggled. And when they are struggling and they had that, how much more so would we struggle when we don't necessarily have that physical presence with us all the time? Um, so don't be discouraged, be encouraged, hopefully by my just being open and honest with you about what's been going on with me. Um, I really pray that you have a great uh, week. I myself am going to continue going to the gym. I did not want to go to the gym today. I tell you what, she had us do lunges around an entire building. That was super fun. Um, sarcasm is definitely included there, but it's good. It's good to get your body moving and working and eating the right things. For my most of my life, I have had a very unhealthy relationship with food. And that's something I'm, I do plan on having a podcast about, um, both ends of the spectrum there of um, those of us who maybe love food too much and those of us who struggle with our body image um, when it comes to things like anorexia and um, just different eating disorders like that. So stay tuned for that. I am hoping to get that um, in the works soon. I actually have a friend I'm hoping to get on the podcast to talk about it um, through personal experience. So I just pray that you do have a great week and that you continue to strive to be in his will, no matter if you feel his presence or not because he is there. Immerse yourself in all things that are of him. The Bible, first and foremost, talking to him, praying to him, seeking him out in your quiet time, in the quiet places of your heart, thanking him for everything that you see around you, even no matter how silly it may sound, thanking him for it. And then Surround yourself with those who can encourage you and be around you. If I had not been feeling sick, I know I would have been a lot more encouraged if I had gone to our congregation this past weekend. Unfortunately, not feeling well. I didn't uh, think that it was probably best for me to do that, so I stayed home and rested. But I do encourage you, if you do not have a congregation, please find one. 
And um, I pray that you have a fantastic week. As I do every single um, time I'm on here, I'm going to leave you with the ironic benediction, which you can find in number six, chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. Bashem Yeshua, Shashalom. In the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. And hopefully I will be able to be back on here next week and have some more uh, thoughts and words of encouragement for you. Have a blessed week, y'all. Please feel free to message me at MessyMessianicMama.com or you can email me at ELMMM3 at ProtonMail.com. That's E is in Echo, L is in Lemur, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, M is in Mike, the number three at ProtonMail.com. You can also leave me a one-minute voicemail message on anchor.fm slash Erica Lacasse, and it should have a button right there to say, leave a voice message. Remember to keep it short and sweet if you have any questions or you just want to leave a nice little comment. I would love to hear from you.